Hi, and welcome to the Fiercely Holistic Podcast with your hosts, functional nutritional therapy practitioners, Kristen Mahaley and Sierra Shea. With this platform, we're going to be your bold advocates, making healthy living achievable by providing small, tangible changes that will encourage your body to regain balance. I'm Kristen, board-certified holistic nutritionist and FNTP, owner of Nourish Holistic Health and Nutrition. I live on an ever-expanding farm in New Hampshire with my hunter husband, Dean, and baby boy, Henry. I'm Ciara, Juris Doctor and FNTP, owner of Aura Nutrition and Wellness. I live on Long Island, New York with my incredible husband, Tim, and beautiful daughter, Libby. We're thrilled to be joining you on this journey towards living a fiercely holistic life. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Fiercely Holistic Podcast. Today, we are bringing you our third episode where we are reviewing everyday products and rating them from best to worst. So far, we've done an episode on peanut butter and mayo, which was totally uh, inspired by Kristen's low-key mayo obsession. Um, (laughs) And today, we're exploring salad dressings. So in our clinical practices, Kristen and I have seen... Salad dressings are actually one of the hardest things for people to kind of get away from the really bad conventional ingredients. They are some of the sneakiest areas where you're going to find toxic industrial seed oils like canola oil, high high levels of inflammatory sugars, neurotoxins like MSG that may show up in the form of hydrolyzed vegetable protein, and other hell-no ingredients like stabilizers, preservatives, artificial flavors, colorings, and even corn syrup. If you want to hear more about these hell-no ingredients, go back and check out episode 36. If you want to learn more about reading an ingredient label, check out episode 73. Both of those are going to be linked in the show notes. So Chris, before we dive into these actual product reviews, would you mind briefly reviewing like our main concern with vegetable oils like canola? Of course. In a nutshell, since so many salad dressings use a base of canola oil, They form really dangerous trans fats when going through the deodorizing process. Basically, canola oil is high in omega-3 fats, which can help nourish the brain, but since it goes rancid so quickly and so easily, manufacturers have to deodorize the smell. Isn't that insane? Like It's disgusting. So if anything doesn't smell good besides like a really great stinky blue cheese i would probably stay clear from it um well, and like let me just say that this was this sense of smell partially was probably biologically here for us to be able to sniff out the good and the bad exactly. with the exception with the exception of mushrooms yeah i don't know if you've seen that meme before it was like can you imagine being John like a thousand years ago right. and being like, oh, wow, <laughs> this baby bella tastes delicious. And then this mushroom took kills me on a me. trip yeah. or it kills exactly. me. Right. So funny. You can't sniff that out. No, or maybe exactly. you can. Anyway, maybe you can. yes, it's it's crazy. So they would get this smell, Sierra, and then to get rid of it, they use bleach Like, hello, if anyone's getting rid of a bad smell in your salad dressing, I think we need to steer clear. Like, we aren't doing a load of whites, and we've talked about our switching away from bleach anyway. Like, this is something that's so important. And I think sometimes on this journey of living a more fiercely holistic life, we do the big guys, right? And we always recommend to start where you're at. So you might start with the heavy hitters of, like, I'm going to go from regular eggs to grass-fed pastured eggs. 
You might be like, what's the big thing with salad dressing? I only put a tablespoon or two on my salad every day anyway. And it's like, those are the little things, guys, that are going to make the big shifts because you're getting this little dose of exposure every single day to these negative fats that your body can't process. So if you've made some shifts in your health and you haven't looked at salad dressing and this is something you use quite often, and I also want to rope in this marinades as well and like vinaigrettes then this is something I think to to pay attention to. So basically, when that process occurs, and they're then bleaching your oils, this is when you're left with really dangerous forms of trans fats. So in a nutshell, see, you want to avoid these following big heavy hitters in your salad dressing, canola oil, soybean oil, rapeseed oil, sugar, anything you cannot pronounce, polysorbate 60, which is used as an emulsifier, and MSG. Thank you. I think that's like actually a really good little list for people to say like, okay, these are the big ones that I want to avoid, right? Exactly. So then let's flip it on its head and talk about the oils that we do want to see in our salad dressings because I think too often we're like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Not right. us, but like in general in the Enjoy air. Yeah. <laughs> but don't even because you don't have a purifier. Exactly. Like, yeah. No, let's like, what can you have, right? So let's go simple. Let's go whole food ingredients. So number one, Extra virgin olive oil is incredible. It provides oleic acid, which is a very stable monosaturated fatty acid with many, many health benefits, including protection from heart disease. So look for olive oil that is cloudy or golden yellow in color, which indicates that the oil is unfiltered and has been pressed from ripe olives. So we went over this too, also in our fats episode. You're going to want to look for the words cold pressed, not cold processed. Sometimes this will actually say expeller pressed. The word is pressed. So whether it's cold or expeller, organic, extra virgin, and unfiltered, if it says that. Um, Kristen had shared with us a really cool little trick to freeze your olive oil to see if it's real or not, right? So that was in the fats episode. And the last thing about um, extra virgin oil, olive oil that's really important is you are going to get the best quality olive oils from single source regions. So you don't want to see any olive oils blended. So like if you're getting, you know, an olive oil from Spain, just have it be sourced from Spain or Italy or wherever, wherever that olive is coming from. Beautiful. Okay. Another oil that you could be looking for is uh, expeller pressed flax oil. So this is great. It's also added to provide valuable heart healthy omega-3 fats. It is best to skip this flax oil or substitute walnut oil if you do have a thyroid or other any other hormonal issues as flax can be slightly goitrogenic and that is something that we are wanting to avoid when we already know that we are having these particular issues. Um, okay. I think it would be really fun, Chris. Can we quickly share like our favorite salad dressing recipes just to like kick us off because I think salad dressing is one of these things where we imagine you need to be like uh, a stay-at-home you know stay-at-home Julia Childs Julia Childs thank you (laughs) Um, yeah and we don't you don't have to be so I'm actually gonna like I'm the least educated between Kristen and I when it comes to being like in the kitchen I started this at a very late age it was like 27 maybe when I started playing around in the kitchen um, Kristen, you have been doing this since you're little with your noni. So, like, I think that's cool. So you could also listen and see, like, I, Ciara doesn't necessarily have the same cooking background Kristen has. And that's 
okay. You could start from anywhere you are. So my favorite, favorite basic salad dressing recipe is two ingredients. <laughs> it is lemon juice and olive oil. Um, you could add obviously some Himalayan sea salt and the crack of freshly ground pepper and you are done. Whisk it together, get it emulsified and pour it on your salad. It's really delicious. So two third cup olive oil, one third cup fresh lemon juice and voila. I love it. Yeah. My favorite is doing, and I do this either right in the salad bowl or I'll mix it in a mason jar and leave it on the counter. I never really keep it in the fridge um, because then it sometimes will like harden a bit. So I just leave this right on the counter in a cool, dark place. So a teaspoon of Dijon mustard or any mustard, and I don't measure any of this. I literally like dip the spoon and throw it in the, the bowl. And then about one to two tablespoons of a vinegar I'm feeling, like I sometimes do rice wine vinegar, white vinegar, balsamic vinegar. Whisk in, like slowly pour in half a cup of olive oil. Same thing like sea, Himalayan salt, cracked fresh ground pepper. If I have the time and I have the herbs, like I'll run into the garden and chop up a couple fresh herbs like parsley, dill, tarragon, rosemary, whatever, throw that in and done. I sometimes, my mom will make this one and she adds pure maple syrup and it's so delicious. She'll Mm. just add a little, it'll be like a maple Dijon. It's so good. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And then I've also done this a little differently with a homemade Caesar. I don't get freaked out eating raw eggs because they're from the girls in our backyard. So the chicks. But when I, a lot of homemade Caesars use a raw egg yolk. So what I'll do see is I'll do two raw egg yolks in the bottom of my salad bowl. I add in some fresh garlic, or if I'm in a pinch, I'll use garlic powder, salt, pepper, whisk it together, lemon juice, and then blend in olive oil, and it's delicious. I'll add some pecorino Mm. romano if I want, and I do that on kale and do like a kale Caesar. Mm, this is delicious. Thanks. And it's so simple. So affordable, too. It is. Can I ask you about leaving it on the counter? How long will it stay for? So I never leave the one with the egg yolks on the counter. That one I always just make fresh. And if there's any left over, I usually just give it to the dogs. Um, the Dijon one or the maple syrup one or like just a regular vinaigrette, it lasts like four to five days on the counter. Okay. And, and then I just put a mason jar lid on it and I just shake it up to let it like re-blend together before I pour it on the next salad. Yeah. So like I'll leave mine in the fridge and okay. it does solidify. Mm-hmm. So and like that's a reason that you wouldn't want to leave it in the fridge. But if you do keep it fridged, it will last a lot longer. Oh, yeah. You just need to think ahead of time and say like, I want a salad. So let me put... Let me take my dressing out for a minute and let it get to room right. temp so the olive oil kind of melts. And by the time I think of that, like the salad's already made. <laughs> so that's right. why I just leave it out there. Which is perfect. Right. Yeah, like it, if you know you're making a lot of salads, that's really smart and really perfect. If it's yeah, the like winter have, and you're not. Exactly. Our CSA, like lettuce is coming out of our ears right now. So God, same. <laughs> Like so much lettuce. So, but it's great. And this is the time to like bulk up on those nutrients. So that's um, that's what I do with my dressings. But I think it's really important to look at two of the most popular salad dressings found in the U.S., both of which I was like grew up on. And my fabulous father is still obsessed with. So Hidden Valley Ranch and Ken's Italian. 
<laughs> or Newman's Own. He he switched over to Newman's Own for a bit. But Hidden Valley Ranch dressing, and this is the dressing in the bottle, not the packet. These are all the ingredients. Get ready. Vegetable oil, soybean and or canola, water, egg yolk, sugar, salt, cultured nonfat buttermilk, natural flavors, which like, okay, uh. can you tell me more? Spices, same thing, tell me more. Dried garlic, dried onion, vinegar, sorbic acid, xanthan gum, modified food starch, MSG, artificial flavors, like are you still with me? What are these things? Disodium phosphate, sorbic acid, calcium disodium EDTA, preservatives, okay, and disodium inosinate. What the heck are we putting on our chicken nuggets? What are we putting on our salads? Like, and no words here on quality, nothing about like it's a cage-free egg, none of that. And I think Hidden Valley Ranch could like withstand the test of time. It's so shelf stable. So also can I say this so always gets me. So they say spices, but then list spices. I know. So it's like which ones are you omitting? Well why what does that what is it I don't understand. Sometimes, see, I wonder if it's like a proprietary blend or ingre- like a secret ingredient recipe. Well, then at least recipe. say that. Yeah. Say proprietary blend of spices, then I'll like give you a little bit of pa- a little bit of a pass. But for, exactly. for me, this is like, first of all, there's so many other things besides the unmentioned spices. But I'm just like. <laughs> <The> forgotten spice. <laughs> like, what is the thing? I know. We don't I wouldn't, know. I wouldn't touch this. Um, I also want to say like. A lot of but these But was food, there a time when you would touch this no, and we you were, just didn't I'm not know? I don't think Long Islanders are ranch people. Oh, I think okay. that's like, although you're really from the East Coast too. Like when I was living in California, people put ranch on their pizza and I'm like, this yeah. is the most offensive thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> no, I'm not a ranch person. Like yeah. when we get to, you know, the next one, the Ken's Italian dressing, that's a whole different story. But like... right. Just so you guys know, all of these dressings, these really huge companies, these dressings that quote have stand the test, stood the test, test of time, <laughs> stand the test of time. Um, <laughs> they were created by food scientists. Yeah, these are products, right? These are not naturally occurring foods. So. Just think about that. All right, so we did our rating in the last two episodes. Um, I think one to five or zero to five. This is a, I mean, a one. Like, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you. No, thank you. Um, okay, so how about we provide you with a better alternative, and it would be Sir Kensington's Avocado Ranch. So in this dressing, you're going to have avocado oil, water, distilled vinegar, garlic juice, uh, organic certified humane free range egg yolks, salt, lime juice concentrate, fair trade organic coconut sugar, yeast extract, xanthan gum, celery seed, black pepper, rosemary extract, dill weed, sunflower oil, citric acid, lime oil, mustard extract, onion extract. Is this perfect? No, definitely not. Like, do I love that it has sunflower oil and citric acid and xanthan gum? No, these would not be my choices. But if you're switching or if you're like, I just love the taste of ranch and I'm not ready to make it on my own, this is a far, far, far better choice. I would probably give it a rating, I don't know, like 
3.7. Yeah, I was going to say 4. Yeah. And Sir Kensington's does have one without avocado oil. It's just called Sir Kensington's Ranch, and that has sunflower oil, So, which in our fats episode we get into a bit more there. But I thought this was a good like transitional one. I no. will say last weekend my mom was up and she made homemade ranch, and it took like – I'm not being dramatic, two minutes, and it was delicious. So she just did Organic Valley Sour Cream, whole fat, mayo, (laughs) but a good mayo that we've, you know, we've learned to love, Um, some vinegar, and then a bunch of spices, and, and a little splash of, like, we actually used Henry's raw goat's milk to like thin it Obsessed. out. Obsessed. So I love that. it was so good. There was parsley, dill, tarragon, um, garlic salt, onion powder, salt, pepper, just literally like chop, 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 and then threw it in the fridge and let it sit. And it was so fresh and so good. I love that. Another American favorite Ken's Italian salad dressing. So this guy has canola oil and side note remember when we list ingredients they go from the heaviest or the most amount of that ingredient to the least in in order so canola oil distilled vinegar apple cider vinegar salt then contains less than two percent of garlic monosodium glutamate onion polysorbate 60 disodium inositate and disodium gluconate xanthan gum calcium disodium EDTA to protect flavor, just in case you're wondering why that chemical is in there. Beta carotene for color, and some of these things are dried. So my rating, I'm gonna give it a one or yes. like a zero. Same. You know, the lowest. Yeah. Now, why we're coloring our salad dressing, I don't know. <laughs> so a great substitute here is Primal Kitchen's Italian vinaigrette. So this has avocado oil, water, organic red wine vinegar, sea salt, organic lemon juice concentrate, organic onion powder, organic black pepper, organic basil, organic garlic powder, organic oregano, konjac root, which I'm thinking is probably a little bit for the color there, organic crushed red chili pepper, and organic thyme. I love it. Five out of five. Yeah, I mean, this is perfect. Like... And you know everything in it, right? Exactly. Um, the only he, thing they're not sharing, sorry, is like the quality no. of the avocado oil. But that's me True. being like in super, super picky. But just to like call it out. But I think on the front cover, like on the front label, they might say it's cold okay. Perfect. They may. Okay. Um, and here's the thing, everyone. Buying Primal Kitchen Italian Vinaigrette is going to cost you about six to seven bucks. Buying, buying Ken's Italian is probably going to cost you three three to four. Yeah. Making it, I'm not being funny, is probably going to cost you a dollar. Yeah. But it's always that question of time for money and money for time. So if you're like, I don't have the bandwidth to make my own freaking Italian vinaigrette, get the Primal Kitchen for a couple times. If you're like, nope, I... I don't want to spend that on vinaigrette and I have all those ingredients. I'll make a big batch in a mason jar and leave it out. Go that route. So this is all like meeting you where you're at. I was going to say too, like you could swap, right? There are going to be weeks where you're busier than others and you'll have the opportunity to do the vinaigrette on your own. And then there will be other weeks where you're really stressed out and you are just going to buy it at the store. So 
we're going to name a couple of other brands that we like. Um, not, not all of them are perfect, but we have found that these tend to have the cleanest or at least most um, open and transparent ingredients. So Primal Kitchen, Sir Kensington's, Tessimaze, or Tessimaze, Whole30, Chosen, Braggs, and Organicville. So we hope this episode was helpful. It was a short little one where, again, we are providing you with our insight and our thoughts um, on how to improve these everyday, conventional, standard American products. So as always, if you love this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to help us grow. Share this with a girlfriend that may enjoy it over the summer for her barbecue, and maybe you could bring a homemade dressing to the next party you go to and let us know be that girl (laughs) i love it tag us awesome everyone enjoy and we'll see you next time bye bye thank you so much for listening to the fiercely holistic podcast if you loved this episode head over to itunes to subscribe and leave a review to help us grow you can find Kristen at nhhnutrition.com and ciara at auranutrition.com If you have any thoughts, questions, or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at fiercelyholistic at gmail.com. The information provided in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. The views and opinions expressed during this series are solely those of the individuals involved.